The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm gonna continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not lose. lose. I'm a yeah. Let's get it, let's get it. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with we. I'm EJ and I got my man. MH. Yes, yes, yes. He's the DB of the show. He got that lockdown press coverage. Hey, we're black in sports, giving a voice to the culture where we won't shut up and dribble. All right, we're here to interview the best professionals in the game and in the boardroom, covering it all, laughing at it all. All right, without further ado, we have our guest, another DB on the show. All right, I think we're going to have a little Northern Colorado reunion again. So we got another DB in the back for, <laughs> for my man, MH. All right. He is not a businessman. He is a businessman. All right. So he's the principal owner of Colorado Wild Sports. Help me please welcome, without further ado, the dean of Denver Public Schools, Mr. Corey Askew. What's up, Corey, man? How you doing, brother? Man, I'm good, man. How y'all doing? Oh man, we good, man. We good. Happy to have you on the show, brother. Yes, sir, my G. Yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm blessed to be here, man. I'm, you know, I'm I'm excited to to you know get this thing going, man. All so, right, well, hey, without further ado, man, y'all got to throw. Let's go. This is how we love to start the show. We ask our guests, all of our guests, a shoot your shot moment. Okay, so this is when you went for it all. All right, could have been back in the day, your playing days, right now in life, but a time you shot your shot. It could have been good or bad. So just let us know. And it can't be, hey man, you know I shoot my shot all the time, man. I'm like we we need to we need an exclusive. Drop it. Oh man, oh man. I guess it had to be about. Man, I say about two thousand fourteen, like. Oh man, think of, like I shot my shot with like Kerry Hilton. I ain't have a chance in the world, but like I was like, "Hey man, how many retweets for you know, you know, an inbox or whatever the case may be?" Right. But you know, you know that ain't it ain't happened. So, you know, it, <laughs> oh shit! You know my my kids were gassing me up at the school like, "Hey coach, man, like." You should go out here and do this, you know, this this thing on Twitter, uh-huh. like where you shoot your shot. And I'm just like, all right, you know, trying to, you know, trying to break in with the kids and <laughs> like, nah, bro, that ain't, it ain't happening. Oh, the like, kids gassed you happening. up too. Oh, gassed me up. <laughs> oh, that's I had retweets up. after retweets after retweets. Like, she ain't paid no mind to that. Like, get out of here, bro. <laughs> Carries we, carries what she's uh she, we over two on the show so like, <laughs> this dude his name is Bojo um, shout out to Bojo and he uh, a few few months ago he was on the he was a guest on there and he said his shooter shot moment was Carrie Hilson too <laughs> so she she gave him the nice deny as well man. <laughs> Uh, so, so we need to put out a, a, a yeah. search on Twitter for someone that had a successful <laughs> shot with Carrie Hilson, man. Carrie's blocking people, giving yeah. her the Matumbo. No, no, no. Uh, besides He's giving them that Ibaka. Yeah, that Ibaka. <laughs> Ibaka yeah. too. There it is. Yeah. Besides Serge, I don't know if anybody succeeded there. So right. I'm like, bro, I, no disrespect, but I'm a better looking bro. Than <laughs> there you go. But you know, if Serge Ibaka said he he coordinated, what, he didn't say coordinate. What did he say? He, uh, what he, the way he dresses, what did he call it? He does art. That's what he said. Oh, that's right. He's he I said, do art. He do art. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if you. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> right that's on, what's man. Up. Right on. Uh, so, Corey, I know a little bit about your background, but what what kind of started your love for sports? Where did that start from? Man, like we always been like, uh, like my family's always been heavy in sports. Like ever since I was young, growing up. You know, that's what we, that's what we did. And that's, you know, that's, that's just the culture that we had, like in our home. Mm-hmm. Like we were so competitive, like board games, anything, mm-hmm. like man, anything can break out a fight. And it's just like, it's, it's super competitive. But, um, you know, my mom played basketball at, you know, um, she played college basketball. Um, my uncles all played, um, high school sports, you know, they were guys, but never took it to that level. So like me and my brothers were like the first ones, you know, out of the family to kind of, you know, succeed past the high school point mm-hmm. and, you know, break into that college mode. And then it's kind of, you know, set up from there to where like all of our, 
my younger cousins and my brother, my younger brother, they've all played college football or, you know, college sports, college baseball, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's, it's cool to see that, that, that cycle of the family kind of progress. You guys kind of set the stage and I know how tight you are with your brothers, man. Um, just tell me kind of about your relationship with them and kind of growing up, you said you guys were super competitive. I, I can attest to that. So bring me into that circle. Like my, my older brother, um, we always had like a rivalry and we, we played on the same days. So we all, we played on Saturdays, you know, and we played for two different organizations okay. growing up. He played for the Montbello Falcons. I played for the Parkfield Pirates. Um, he used to play with the Pirates. We we moved. I was like, nah, sticking with my team. You know, I'm not, you know, jumping ship. And, you know, he started being a, a guy. Like, he start, he developed early. He got a little spurt like a on you. He hit one of his he little spurts like a, a little earlier than you, huh? He looked like a grown man at the age of 14. <laughs> like, shaving and he shit, was right? In, yeah, he was, a, he was a dude. So, like I was always, you know, athletically better than him because he was, you know, this little this little chubby kid that couldn't really run fast. <laughs> so he he slimmed up, trimmed up, and it's like, oh shoot, my like, man, what what do I do now? Right. So you know, he he put that pressure on me for you know throughout our middle school, throughout high school, put that pressure on me, you know, and I always wanted to be better than him. I feel it. So it was an in-house rivalry. Give me, give me some love, cause I always I get on EJ, man, and I I kind of talk about Colorado not always in the brightest light, but I know you was in Denver, and I, I we kind of grew up in that same area. I, I was more Aurora, but I know you were Denver, so get some love to the Denver athletes. Let can, educate my man. EJ yeah, let me here. hear about it, man. And it, were you born in Denver, or cause I know you said you moved? Yeah, born and born and raised. I mean, we moved to a different, you know, a different. A different part of Denver, okay. Still Denver, right? Um, but yeah, man, we've had we've had multiple guys. You know, um, Calais Campbell is probably the biggest name that we have out okay. of Denver right now. Go ahead, of course, Lindell. Of course, Lindell. Um, college football guys. Um, you know, there, I hear there you. Are a bunch of them. Okay. So Chauncey, I mean, Chauncey, he's, he's Denver. Chauncey, Chauncey's a Denver guy. Okay. Um, you know, those are the those are the heavy household names um, that everybody's gonna know. Um, Chauncey's the you know he's the he's the glue to everything here in Denver. So <laughs> so, um, but if Calais gets into the Hall of Fame, that's gonna be huge. Phil Lindsay's a Denver dude. Yep. Um, just trying to think, you know. Shit, I mean, Calais was on the. I just saw this All Decade team that just came out uh, in yeah. the and he was on there when so the games end. Yeah. Yeah, he's serious. So, um, you know, there, there's more high school, you know, athletes that transition to college who, who are guys mm-hmm. than, you know, we get guys in the NFL. I mean, it's just a numbers game. No, totally. It's just a numbers game. Totally. So, now, what high school did you go to? I went to Thomas Jefferson High School. Oh, and, and did you know, you know Did you know Miles in high school? You know what? We played against Miles when I was I was a sophomore. He was a senior. Now, rumor has it is uh, that you put it on him. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't. Uh, oh, okay, okay. I didn't. Um, we, it was a scrimmage. Mm-hmm. It was a scrimmage. Um, supposed to be yeah, exhibition. Miles, <laughs> he, he was, yeah, he was. You know, he was getting he was getting loose on us. Miles was getting loose on us. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, those were back in his running back days. I know I always shoot him out yeah, as, as a DB of the show because that's uh, where he went the furthest. But uh, he had some some running back skills. So on. so in that scrimmage, I know we did a we did a little screen pass of the flat. Okay, and it was one where my back was turned to the defense, and so somebody you know when you in front of somebody else's sideline, somebody hit me hard in my back, and it was just kind of like all right, I got hit and I got up type of thing. But they blew it up. Rumor has it, it was it was my boy Askew. So ah, <laughs> he, okay. he gave me a little <laughs> okay. He gave me a little boom on my back. But that was after I had two tubs in the scrimmage and I was sitting out, you know, the rest of it. So humble brag, <laughs> right? That that man, that, that man, like I can't remember that one. I remember in that scrimmage, um, my brother got hit the hardest I'd ever hit 
like human possible, <laughs> like for any kid to get hit. And that, uh, Oberlin had a kid at the time named uh, Robert Claypool. Yes, sir. Okay. He and he was a man. He was a man child. Yeah. He hit my brother. It sounded like lightning struck the field. <laughs> it was kind of damp that kid. It was kind of a little rainy. Man. Yeah. Man, it was like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. And then everybody, you know, everybody's like, ooh, and then he's still running. I'm like, what happened? That's too funny. It was, was it was the weirdest thing in the world. That's but too yeah. Funny. yeah that's but yeah, I went to TJ. Mm-hmm. You know what? Here, I'll start throwing out some, some names right now. Um, TJ alone in itself had, I think we had five or six NFL guys like in the building at the same time with each other. Wow. Like, it's crazy. So, yeah, Derek Martin yeah. Um, that played, you know, 10-plus years in the league. Yep. Um, you had Andre Wilford, oh, okay. who was um, number one. I think he was first-round draft pick to the, to the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, in that same draft class, you had a number one pick, Daniel Graham. Yep, tight end. So, um, and then you had Corey Ross in the, playing in the league. Um. So that that's four in itself, right there, and they played on one football team. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Okay. Yeah, I mean, y- y'all was all right. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, with, we were. Yeah, y'all was. We all were right. talented, yeah, but never like never get over the hump, like yeah. ever. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would say our best athletes on our team at Overland were all like DPS kids in middle and elementary school. They just came to Overland. <laughs> so, it was the best of both worlds. It was it, we was straight. It was good. So, how did it develop? So, football is your your support, right? Because you said y'all were competitive, just going through everything. How did it become or whittle down to football, or did you play multiple in college? Like, kind of take me through that progression. Nah, like I I thought I was gonna get a chance to play multiple sports in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I was training one time on the track. And track coach that you did came up to me. Okay. And I'm running against their fastest runner, and like, I'm close. And he's like, hey, man, you know, can you talk to your coach about, you know, running in the meet? I went up to my defense coordinator. He's like, who pays your bills? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that answer that he, he shit. <laughs> real quick. Hey, shut all of that shit down. No, hey, don't even have no further thoughts, Corey. Don't even ask me no goddamn more. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. That was pretty much a nutshell. I was just like, "Oh, okay." okay. Oh, you said, "Who paid your guy you know, bills?" Oh, that's funny. I was, I was geeked up. I was excited. I'm telling my family. I'm texting my family like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna run at this meet at CU, you uh-huh. know, this weekend." You know, my uncle's like, "Man, whatever." And I'm like, "Nah, for real." <laughs> I went to the DC, and he was like, "Bro, don't, 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 don't ask me that shit yeah, no more. Don't waste my time. <laughs> don't waste my time." <laughs> oh, it's not. All right, so. Since we have a little bit of a alumni reunion here, can you two guys work out the chant? Because uh, we had another one of your alumni on the show, and uh, I'm not going to say that the, 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 the alumni cheer went the best. So, do you know that your uh, your school alumni motto or, or fight song? That song that we only we only heard it like three times a game on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like on the field to victory. Not the, the whole side song, just a little, when a little fight cheer. When they get to the end. Yeah, like the. Oh, it's like, the, it's like the, it's the beat, the, 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 the UNC Bears, the, 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 UNC Bears, the, 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 UNC Bears. I could, I could tell you, I'm like, I'm like Miles, man. I heard it. What, man? We won. Yes. I think I won like 10 ball games in my career up there. Yeah, it was not, over four years. Woo. It was, I, I, I felt like, at one point, uh, we played University of Montana, uh-huh. and they had a, a pretty nice stadium for like a one double A. Right. I feel like I knew like their songs <laughs> better. Than I, we kept playing <laughs> that joint up in there. Between that and then when we we uh, got a chance to go to uh, University uh, Hawaii and play, uh-huh. this is when they went to the Sugar Bowl. And oh, okay. They had Cole Brennan and Devon Best. They had. I mean, they were legit. They were you know top twenty five in the country, and. I, Man, that game, I feel they, like, yeah, we we heard they little whatever that little Hawaiian chant thing was every time they scored. <laughs> quick, it was that was. I tell my kids all the time. I'm like, man, that was the fastest 
half of football I ever played. It felt like a seven-on-seven seven game. Oh, because they were just Cause lighting we, it up? We literally didn't touch him. Damn. Bro, it like, was <laughs> – it was it was seven on seven football, and it was nuts. Like, and he was so accurate, super accurate. And like he put he put the ball in the money every time. What did he put oh, up on y'all? Do you remember the score? Or at least a halftime score. Yeah, five hundred yards at a half. Yeah, I what I, re- <laughs> what I there's two yeah. things that I remember about the game. There's two things I remember about the game like vividly. First series of the game, he he drops back. And he does like he, for some reason they did like this like uh, he he kind of dropped back like diagonal. Okay. He was always kind of like reading the crossover field. Like I understand what he was doing now as an adult, uh, but as a player, I you know I wasn't really pit on game what he was doing that quickly in the game. Right. But he was kind of I don't know crosser. But anyway, he he drifted off to the right, and I was on the left side, and I can remember distinctly. Like, he threw the ball. Okay. And I was like, oh, shit. He thought – I'm about to get a pick <laughs> right off was, the bat. First play of the game. Yours. Okay. So, dude from the other side just come catch the ball. Like, I don't even know where he came from. Oh. Like, their rhythm was, like, on point. Because they're just hitting, like, there's nobody yeah, in they your, some in kind your of, circle. They, or they hit your... kind of some kind of mesh route. And I was like, damn. Like, this quick? Like, well, damn, coach. Yeah. <laughs> and then at halftime, I remember, I remember when he came out after the game, we, you know, shook hands. Maybe even halftime, he had his sandals on. Like he didn't even have his equipment on anymore. If I, that's two things I remember about that game. <laughs> Those are two things. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was an adventure. So I, I, I never knew, but uh, what kind of other schools that recruited you, and you know why UNC eventually you got there? Oh man, um, man, this is, it's a heartbreaking story. Um, so when I was my junior year, I ended up getting hurt. Um, had a seven on seven event for my ATL and like that would, that would have been a good year for me to break out, you know, whatever, whatnot. So I, I was sidelined the whole year, Damn. came back my senior year and, you know, I started breaking out in these camps. So my first offer was, was actually UNC, um, at the Wyoming camp. And I'm just going down there just, putting people in the ground like press coverage people can't get off of it and i'm putting people in the ground and i'm letting everybody know about it like now nah, i'm the best guy here there it is <laughs> like had that like ultimate chip on your back you, you was trying to make up some time in that goddamn camp right oh there, yeah right? oh it wasn't but you know i learned that from you know my mentor Derek martin man if you've ever been around him like you would think that he has a billion dollars in his pocket the way he talks. Yeah, Miles over here nodding his head saying like he's the truth over there, huh? <laughs> yeah, he, so, he he'll talk he'll he'll talk he'll let you know he's the truth. Oh, okay. Oh, he'll yeah. oh, and he'll okay. let you know every so <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of yeah. got that from him. Okay, uh, I didn't know that, but okay, cool. Well, take us yeah. through that, man, because um, you know, a lot of the show is part informational, part fun, and everything like that. But you know, being injured, you know, in that pivotal season when you're talking about your, you know, junior senior year, especially when you're supposed to go off, man, um, how'd that affect you? And I mean, you kind of told us what you did, the results, but you know, take us through through like your grind to get back. Yeah, so I had to rehab, like rehabbing for an injury is the worst thing that I tell a kid, like. To, to mentally prepare yourself to go through a rehab, gotcha. um, it's draining. Like, because it's a little, it's every day, it's a, you know, it, the injury of rehabbing, it hurts worse than actually doing the injury. Because mm. you have to, you know, have to break up scar tissue and get mobility back. And you're, you know, you're not yourself for six to eight months. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I ended up healing faster than what I thought, and I was going to be able to come back and you know, uh, make a run for the playoffs. And, right. You know, we, we just kind of we just kind of shoot away from it. Like I wanted to play, I had a point to prove. Um, but my family shut me down. Like, nah, it's not gonna happen. So, uh, going back into my senior year, like I was just ready to get. You know, I was anxious and ready to get. Um get to camp so I can, you know, go out here and ball out. So, right. you know, I went to Wyoming camp, CSU camp, um, you know, no schools ended up offering me. So my whole recruiting process, you know, I'm thinking everything's good. 
I got at least a couple of them lined up or whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, K-State offered me, um, at the time, um, and it was Coach Peterson. He ended up being our offensive coordinator my last year at UNC. It was, it, you know, it ended up being crazy. So, um, getting getting to like the end of the season, um, getting around December, making the visits and stuff like that. Um, CU, um, CU um, had offered me the week before their coaching staff got fired. Oh man. Okay. So, uh, John Richmond, who's at TSU Pueblo right now, he had offered me and I called him like, Hey coach, you know, ready to set up my visit. And he's like, Corey, we're at the office. I'm like, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Explain yourself, what? sir. <laughs> so he's like, no, nah, we got to let go today. Like, so we're scrambling around. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, you know, I get on the phone with Wyoming. I'm like, hey, coach, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a commit. You know, they offer, you know, they they honor the commitment. You know, a couple of weeks go by, my boy Derek jumps to the league. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and it was unheard of. So he was a junior coming out from the Mountain West. Yeah, they they didn't have any plan on him jumping. You know, jumping ship. Right. So you know, I look at it now. I'm like, you know, I appreciate it. Like what you know, what Wyoming, you know, said and did in that process, but I hated them for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hated them. Like, oh well, man, they changed their they game were, plan. <laughs> yeah, they were like, hey, we got to go get the ju- we got to get the JUCO guy like mm-hmm. today. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, understand it from a business aspect, like right. I understand it, right? You know, but as a 19, 18 year old kid, you're like, man, f y'all. Yep. So <laughs> you know. I had the same thing that happened to me with the uh, University of New Mexico. Me yeah. and and me and Claypool actually uh, were about to go down there for a visit and get, you know, we were like, okay, we're going to go there. And then same thing happened. Some two guys kind of jumped, and they was like, oh, we got to get some Juco guys in here quick. Boy, I was devastated. Yeah, and like, ba- like back then, like if a school offered you, like they honored the offer. Like mm-hmm. like nowadays, like you'll see a, you'll see a school offer 250 250- you know, 250 kids. You're like, yeah, why? Uh, yeah, right. So that, I was like, okay, well, you know, CSU still, I still have an offer from CSU. You know, I called CSU coach um, at the time, his name Steve Standard. Um, I was like, hey, coach, you know, want to commit or whatnot. He's like, Corey, you know, well, we'd love to have you on campus or whatever, whatnot. But right now we got, you know, we got a guy that we're hosting this weekend. If he commits, he commits. You had committed to Wyoming. Uh, he dies, he dies. So they were just. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Damn. Wow, man. They were, you know, they were like, hey, man, like, you know, we can't renege on his offer mm-hmm. because, you know, you had committed to Wyoming. And I was like, Damn. I was like, Damn, I really shot myself in the foot. Yeah. So, you know. We ended up getting on the phone. My uncle ended up getting on the phone with UNC. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what? They were like, what? He committed to Wyoming? We're like, yeah. And they're like, what happened? <laughs> they're like, what? He, they're like, what what he do? Oh, like, we, he right, right. They were, <laughs> we were like, uh, he didn't do anything. Like, That's he, fucked up, just, first of all. They, go, yeah. <laughs> what he well, do? I mean, like, like I would, I would, I would, I would say that, too. Like, hey, oh, bro, you had – Three Division One offers in a week, and you lost them all. Like, yeah. what happened? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I I, I understand it. Like it, the business aspect of it now, I have perspective for it. Okay. But as a nineteen year old kid, I got a chip on my shoulder. Like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm eighteen years old, and you know, I'm just I'm filled with animosity because everybody's passing me up. Like, okay, yeah. cool. And, and and bro, I can I can attest to. It. I was uh, I wouldn't say I was probably like the the old head in the DB room when Corey got there. So I'm a couple years older. Uh, my hairline had already started to decrease by that time. <laughs> already, I already had to start getting worn out by uh, <laughs> just just uh, just UNC. But man, I can attest to that. And EJ, I can I can tell you this as sure as I'm sitting in front of you, bro. Like, dude, Corey came in with like 
like a chip on his shoulder. Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, like, like oh, I'm gonna show y'all. Yeah, I'm, I'm about this shit. Like, right, right off. Like from jump, from right? Day one. And so he played and then he got he got injured again. I'm not gonna, you know, tell your whole story, Corey, but he got injured again, I think my senior year, maybe you had to sit out my senior year with the same with an ACL again. Damn, same leg. Yeah. Was uh, the same leg, Corey? Different leg. Different Damn. leg. Damn. But my <laughs> my G I, after I was gone, I, I mean I try to keep up as an alumni. This dude got, you Go know, Bears. all American, got, you know, all conference. Uh-huh. This man is like Balling so like, man. Shout out to you, man. I, I I can attest to your mental kind of driving that the way you 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 weren't with use with the shits like right off the bat, man. There you so. go. We'll give him a, give him a hand yeah. clap. There it is. I remember like our first practice of pass on. I can't remember who it was. Like I lined up against the receiver, and like I just grabbed his face mask and was just like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, and man! I, and, Beasting him like that. And I, and I was like, you know, fight me. Like, pretty much, like, fight me. Like, no, nah, I'm with it. Fight me. Like, I, I, like, show me who you are type deal. Wow. So, my coach pulled me aside. Like, hey, man, you can't be doing that against our guys. Hey, and you, I was like, You're right. Debo and Cats, dude. <laughs> and he's not even a big dude. I was, I was, I'm not. And, like, <laughs> at the time, dude. I was, like, 100. I was 160 pounds. So, I yeah. wasn't, like, yoked up yet. I wasn't in the weight room. So, you know, it was. You know, that year was a fun year for me to learn, like <laughs> and pick on folks. You, <laughs> I love it. I love that shit. Like you not you not that guy. Like you got some you got some fire to you, but you not that guy. Yeah. Like you That's not that guy. Nah, I mean, bro used to ask me questions like, "Hey, hey Miles, how you, you know, what you looking at? How you break on this?" So, like, I'm, I'm telling you, man, like, I'm not just he was in it hyping you because you talking to us right now, man. Like, nah, you was legit, bro. There it is. So. Yeah, I me- I remember the first, like, like the 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 like I respected Miles on a different level when like we were playing at Weber State, um, and this is my freshman year, so I'm a true freshman, and like I made like two plays like back to back, so I'm feeling myself, and okay. then they like third down, they throw a bomb on me, and like it was a perfect pass, perfect catch, I latched onto the dude. He breaks the damn tackle and goes for like sixty five. Damn! I start crying, like tearing up, and like Miles like rushed me, like, "Hey man, knock that shit off!" Like, "Hey, you, we got we got we got we got way more ball than this, you know." Don't hey, like, "Hey man, that shit happened." So I was <laughs> like, okay. "I'm tearing up." Like, okay, Coach Miles, I, I I had never been beat ever, like not in high school. Not at, you know, not at the college level yet. So it was like, oh man, you know, I can respect this dude. Like he, you know, he's not here. He's here to compete against me, but he ain't. He's not against me. You feel no, me? One hundred percent. The team aspect, man. No, my G, man. That's yeah. what's up. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Oh, 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 well, damn, good coach. Man. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, <laughs> it was, it was, it was a positive. I mean, we we had to get, we had to find our positive moments when we could those oh, couple first couple of years. Yeah, man, so. especially if y'all ain't hearing that <laughs> fight song, right? Y'all got to hear some positive shit. <laughs> but, like when I when I when I tell people like how we lost football games, you would be sick That's like true. to your stomach. Really? Like, like it, it'd we be lost like, on three Hail Marys. Yeah, I, I lost three. <laughs> For real, I said we was we were. My senior year, I always tell people we were like the best one win team in the all of football history. That's some bullshit. Period. Like we lost like five games like that. Like just at the end. We Almost lost a game last minute, some humble some, bullshit. After losing two off uh like uh Hail Marys, we lost a game where we did some like swinging gay shit on an extra point, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> on an extra point. They picked it they up. They picked it off and scored. And scored. And, <laughs> that's how we lost. And won the game. And won the game off that. It was just the craziest shit. We used to lose like yeah, that's all bad. Yeah, that's all bad. Oh yeah, bro. So hey, oh, just kind of. Like, oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. No, yeah, we what, lost. what you got? What shoot? Um, I threw you off, man. My no, bad, man. <laughs> another, another another thing. Oh, that same year, Miles, we lost to Texas State. Mm-hmm. Our guy jumped over the pie line. Yep. They didn't count it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like man, like last second, last play of the game, yep. jumps over the pie line. They don't count it. Man, y'all, 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 coach need to have a serious talk with y'all, man. Yeah, what the yeah, hell was it like? Yeah, just those last minute, you know, you got to be a team to want to win, right? Man, shit, my dad, my dad always say, man, you win, 
You went early. You went for a long time. You lose. You just go and find a way to lose. Like it's just. Yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of weird true. like that shit. Yeah, no, that's that very is true. very. That is very true. We lost the game my senior year. We, I think we lost in five overtime. We lost. Yeah, I remember. Um, didn't the lights go out or something like that? At, yes. Yep. They turned the lights out on us. Like. Damn. Even we the, the grounds crew was trying to send y'all a goddamn message. Grounds like, they, yo, man, we we'll gonna turn the goddamn we lights to, off, nigga. <laughs> but the the crazy thing about it is, like, we missed two kicks to to clinch the game. So the first overtime, we get a turnover on the first play, and then we missed the field goal. Yep. <laughs> Bro, I, we missed two field goals to win that game. Like, <laughs> and I'm looking at I'm looking at my field goal kicker like. Like in the locker room, like bro, I don't know if you should get on this plane or not. <laughs> He's like, man, you know, we'll get it next time. And I'm like, yeah. hey, man, if anybody in this locker room, <laughs> if anybody in this locker room speaks on on this plane, on this bus, we we're get we're we're going we're fighting, <laughs> uh, we're getting active right right here right now. Oh, I don't want to hear a sound until we get back into Denver. I love that, man. Okay, man. So moving forward, man. Um, kind of in the game stuff, right? So you are the dean. So talk to me about that process. What made you want to become a dean of public schools? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> did you lose? A, did you lose a bet? Is that what happened? No. <laughs> uh, like after 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 so long, like I was like, okay, football kind of it's it's gonna be done with me. Okay. So let me get ahead of this thing and, you know, let me start, you know, I want to get in. The best way to start coaching would be to get into a, a school system, system right? Yep, 100%. So I start, start working up from there. And next thing you know, you know, I'm a dean. And I'm just like, uh, okay. What'd like, you start off I'm as? I'm rolling with it right now. What'd you start I off as? I started off as a, uh, in school monitor, like, so all the bad kids are coming to me. Let's <laughs> go say know, it. <laughs> like, and it, it's like you were the teacher to know, show I, the I, videos during during class and shit, right? <laughs> I'm like, nah, I mean, nah. It's like the kids that come down, you know, for mis, you know, misbehaving in class, got to come here and deal with me, you know, and you know, kids, you know, at some point in time, like kids, you know, are talking to these teachers crazy. And then you get you roll up on somebody who like meets you at that level, and it's like, oh, okay, right. So they know the you kids know. ain't dumb. They know who they can try. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh man, but kids were trying me. Oh, I'm like, hey man, like, and you know, I got a little testosterone still built up, so I'm just like, <laughs> hey, bro, I don't know who you talking to like that. Like you, oh, oh, really? Come outside. Like what? <laughs> oh no, 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 talk that. Come on. <laughs> come into this office and come into this office and talk that. <laughs> so you know, I got pulled aside like one time, like, "Hey, man, you can't be telling." I'm like, "Man, I'm not telling him." Like, I'm just like, "Hey, talk that in the office." Right. But nah, you like, you you know, you you learn, you live and learn. Um, you know, I don't I don't have to have that approach with kids anymore. Right. Just, you know, you kind of you kind of understand like how to meet them, and you know. Young, young, young people are gonna, you know, act young, and then, you know, at the end of the day, they, they make their own bed. So, no, you thanks. know, me getting frustrated with a kid about, you know, not doing what he's supposed to do is like, hey man, you got one or two options, bro. You could be here or not. Yeah, it's, one, it's simple. Hundred percent. So it's like, I never get into it with a kid anymore. But you know, kids always try to try me. I'd be like, "Hey, man, you no, know, maybe come out of retirement, but it'd be like Jordan <laughs> with that forty-five on it. <laughs> retirement, it's still there. Like, don't do it." Nice. But, so, um, <laughs> with that, so as you got in the system, did you start coaching um, in the high school system? Yeah, yeah, I started coaching at um, a school named Mount Bello High School. Um, they shut they shut the school down. Yeah. But, oh wow! Was that the yeah. funding thing, or was it a? Ah, uh, it, it's a it's a political and a funding thing, and gotcha. it's a you know not them not making test scores thing. It's a lot of things back into one thing, wow. but you know at the end of the day, you know they should still have a traditional high school setting out there, and they mm-hmm. don't, which is you know it's not it doesn't work in favor of the kids. 
but yes, you know, yeah. I don't, it, 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 it's really jacked up. I um, like when we were coaching there, so they had shut the school down. Okay. So my first year of coaching there, we get kids to transfer. Like we get a bunch of kids to transfer. Oh, wow. You know, You're building the program up. Man, we, we played with, man, I want to say we played, we started nine or eight freshmen. Damn. Yeah. The year before, they had made it to the final four. Mm-hmm. Like they had made it to the final four. Um, and then the next year, you know, we're playing with eight or nine freshmen. And I'm like, you know, we're practicing. We're practicing at, you know, we're, we're starting practice at, you know, four o'clock. Kids are coming from eight different other schools to get to our building. Wow. Everybody has everybody has different bill schedules. So kids were coming in like four thirty, four forty five. We're like, what is this? Yeah, Dang, that's why. So I mean, it, it, it's a design system for them to, to fail. Yeah. So like we were, you know, we did so much to try to, you know, get that community um, bought in. Like we had started, you know, um, we had started this this program where we were going to have all the, you know, feeder programs or youth teams come in and, you know, be a feeder program for, for us. Okay. Um, because they had dismantled, uh, one of the, you know, one of the premier football teams was the Montbello Falcons at the time. So that was kind of washed away. So we were going to try to bring up all these other groups and try to put them under our umbrella. And, we start hearing, you know, talks of, you know, things being done wrong from the admin standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, and our coaching staff, the guys who were on staff were like, nah, we can't be a part of this, man. Like we had, at the time, we had the athletic director embezzle $80,000 from the athletic budget. And like, no, no jail time, no nothing. And like, you have, corporations and people coming in here hiring certain people who are never never qualified yeah. for a position right and then here it is they they take money and get out of the loop and i'm like oh okay i'm like man i can't be around it yeah i can't be around it Dang. I, I didn't know it got like that but yeah, it I, got bad yeah i know yeah so my man Oh, we, played, we played against we played against another rival a rival school, and they got sixteen kids that live. I mean, literally yeah, live right across the street. Live right across the street. That's from crazy. From the that's why. And they're like, "Nah, we're not we're not doing this." So I'm like, "Oh, I get it. I understand it." Right. You got You want to be in a traditional setting. You want to be somewhere where you're going to be marketed. That's I understand that. Yeah. Wow. So going through all of that, man, is that where the the idea, you know, we like to call this the, you know, the winner's circle, kind of your platform. Is this where uh, Colorado Wild came from? You know, that kind of idea of, you know, getting these kids and and teaching them some different skills. Yeah. um, We started that. um, We initially started that with a baseball program. My uncle had a baseball program. Oh, okay. Um, Yep. So we started a baseball program and then we, you know, we were the first first one to start, um, you know, start doing like position training and all that stuff with, um, with with youth kids. So we started weight room training, speed and agility stuff with this baseball team, and trying to see how you know how the kids develop and how they manifest it. Um, so we started there, and then, um. I started branching out, started doing football stuff. Gotcha. Um, one thing led to another. Um, we started doing the seven on seven stuff. Um, and it, it's getting, it's becoming, you know, pretty much like the AAU of football. That's what um, I was going to say. I was going to ask that. Okay. That's dope. Yeah. It, it is, but it's sometimes it's too much. As far sometimes as too much. What do you mean? Um, you know, I, I love the, the the competition and the competing and stuff like that, uh-huh. but 
the money that is spent on it is it's nuts. Like, you know, people are going and like traveling like five, six times a year to compete in these national tournaments. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, that's a lot of money, bro. It's that's a big a business. Lot of money. It's a really it's big business. business. Uh, HBO. And the only thing, what's uh? What's your boy? Um, that does um. His brother's a sportscaster. I can't, but uh, he does HBO Sports. I can't think of the name. I can't think of his name either. Gumble. Okay. Gumble. Yeah, and he does HBO Sports, and they did a show on just the money that people spend in the traveling sports and this outside sports that are not even involved with the high schools and talks about the advantages that some people can get or do or don't get because of the cost of it. Yeah, and the only thing about 7-on-7 uh-huh. is that like college coaches aren't there. That's to where it's like, hey, you basketball, like yeah. well, you're, gonna, you're gonna point. see John, you're gonna see John Calipari there. Like you're gonna see those coaches there. So like they're they're there. No, like in football. Vegas has a really big one, and they are like yeah. when you sit here, like all of these. I mean, LeBron has his own. I think like right before that one starts, and all the coaches there. But seven on seven, you're right. You don't see that, or from football. Yeah. So, you know, coaches are, you know, it's 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 a business. So, co- coaches know, okay, I'm not showing face at, you know, a seven on seven event. It's 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 football work, but it's not it's not real football. Yeah. Like some people some people abuse it, and they start to you know you start to see all these. You, you'll see a four by one set. Like, man, when do you ever see that in football? <laughs> Right, like, come on, man! Yeah. Like, yeah, like, our, come on! Our, our running back going right through the middle of the defense. He's like, bro, you didn't ran through a guard, two D tackles line. Like, come on, man! Stop. And the linebacker, oh, yeah, like, like, get out of here. That's, that's not realistic. But for the thing, I mean, I know we're both corners, but I, I think seven on seven when I was in high school was starting to get big, and it's obviously way big now. But just from a competitive standpoint, I know. It probably kind of builds some mental strength in the corner. I mean, it's, you tend to get beat in the seven on seven. I mean, there's no pressure on the quarterback. It is what it is. So when you right. go to when you play in the you know on Friday night or you get to the college level, it's like to your point where you just mentioned early against Weber State. It's like oh shit, that's the first time I've ever been beat. You right. know what I mean? It's like damn, I've been beat. I'm gonna get the next one back, kind of thing. So I think it builds a different mental stamina in DBs nowadays than it probably did back then. Um, I I kind of wanted to ask you. I mean, Corey, kind of since you're right in, in touch with him, man, it, it hasn't been, you know, too long since we've done playing, but it's been a while since we was played. And the game is so different now as far as not so much just the game and contact, just the, the mentality of social media and what that does to a, a you know, a young man's life, a young man or young lady's life. So how 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 are you dealing with the game today? How's that work? Uh, I hate social media. Hate it. <laughs> Serious, man. I hate it because it gives a false reality to some kids. And then, you know, some kids mentally aren't there to like, Hey man, they see another kid who's not as good as them get an offer. Uh-huh. Like, and like back in the day, man, if you heard somebody got an offer, you just heard that they got off. Right. You don't know. Right. <laughs> but like now, like the kids are spot, like it's just all clout chasing. Mm-hmm. So I tell my kids like, oh, "Hey man, wasn't like, it, wasn't it or or the like, past couple of years they have like all these videos where they're doing like where they're going parties, like man, big, st- like I mean, like major productions, bro. Bro. I'm seeing some of this like, stuff. I, I'm like, hold on, like, I, bro. I'm seeing offers on Twitter. Uh, 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 thank you. Uh, you know, I'm blessed to get an offer. You know, thank you, coach. Whatever from whatever junior college." <laughs> I got my first offer for now. Like that's not something you talk about, bro. Like that's just you know what I mean. It's like, like, yeah, like they, you know, they they blessed to be you know invited to a camp. Like, bro, you can go to that camp. Right. All you gotta do is sign up. That's like, it. What are you, you get paid? What are we talking you pay to about? go to that camp. Like it's, it's, it's okay. Like bro. everybody, everybody's gonna pay to go to the camp. Yeah, I'm blessed, you know, to be invited to go to a camp. I gotta pay for. That's what you're not telling us. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's just a lot of clout chasing. It's like, man, just let your play dictate everything. Right. So like, does that does that affect how they play the game then? I mean, are you seeing them 
with the mental attitude or just, I mean, kind of following along with uh, Miles was saying, what is the difference from, you know, how we played from how they play? Well, I think, I think the social media aspect, like you'll get some kids who are just some, you know, some dogs. Okay. And, you know, they could care less about the social media thing. And, you know, it's just a popularity contest. It's, you know, that's all it is, an online popularity contest. Mm-hmm. And I try to tell my kids, like, hey, let me market you. Mm-hmm. You don't need to market yourself. Wow. Because when, you, when you're self-promoting, you know, I don't know how that looks and it comes off to some people, but it, it looks like, hey, look at me type deal. As yeah. to where if I'm a coach and I'm promoting you, it's, it's different. I don't have a biased opinion about it. It's validation. Um, yeah, and I can validate like, hey, this is my resume. This is where I played. This is who I produce. It's different from you saying, okay, well, I'm going to just put a video out here and I'm going to tag 50 coaches on it. So, And that's, is that a part of your, your program with the, the Wild that you kind of help market them and produce, you know, uh, put them out to, to coaches and stuff? Yeah, I mean, we, we do a good job of, you know, contacting coaches. We, you know, we have about, I'd say about 150 coaches that we that we've contacted, you know, help through um, Cherry Creek. Like, we had a kid in our program that was at, you know, Montbello. Um, and, we, you know, we made some phone calls, um, you know, just based off our Cherry Creek connection. Um, you know, our coach at our, our coach that does recruiting at Cherry Creek, you know, he's probably one of the best. Uh, mm-hmm. He was at Mullen when you were there mm-hmm. uh, in high school, Miles. So, mm-hmm. They, you know, they have built relationships. So, you know, we end up calling, you know, a couple schools, and like they're like, "Hey, you know, we hear that such and such and such and such think the world about you. You know, we're gonna offer this kid, and then you know, we got that ball rolling with that kid. So he he's gonna end up at Dartmouth. Okay, um, yeah, that's good. Coming up, coming up in the uh, fall. Wow. So, you know, he went from no offers to you know all these Ivy League offers right. within a matter of weeks. So. That's dope. Yeah, I, I like, yeah, I like how y'all setting it up. Because sometimes, I mean, I'm not going to go back to it, but you know, a lot of times, coaches are worried about their own clout to a certain extent, and they're like, you know, I do this, I'm going to the next job, or you know what I mean. So it's a little less about the kids and that. So it's dope that you guys are using your connections to help these kids go to the right path, man. Question? Yeah, I mean, I'll, go ahead. I don't think our, our, I think our goal is to you know help as many kids as we can, right? But not get shot in the foot. You know, when we're helping a kid or we're, we're, you know, sending a kid, like, you know, if a kid got questionable character, yeah, hey, man, like, you don't have a grade, you got questionable character, yep. you're not working hard, bro, I'm not putting my, I'm not putting my name out there. there, I'm yep. sorry, yep. because, because now, you know, if that, if they happen to take a chance on you and you blow that opportunity, they're going to be like, bro, y'all sent us this kid last yeah, time. Don't, don't send me that. Nah, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, a topic that we talk about a lot, man, and it's dear to my heart as I used to coach, and I know you're coaching now, so I want to get your, I want to get your, uh, your 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 feel on it, and just kind of what do you think about it. So black coaches in general with uh, football, and particularly in the college level, uh, in the pro level, um, I, I just saw yesterday uh, my man from Franklin from Penn State. Uh, he wanted. He, he said one of his goals is to be the first black, uh, you know, head coach to win a national championship. And I was like, damn, there there really hasn't been a black coach that's won a national not championship. One. Before. Not one. Not one. Crazy. So, but you think about it now, yeah. though. Like there are more black NFL coaches than there are college football coaches right. that you can like think of, right? Right. So, what do you think about that? What, what's what's your thoughts on that as a as a coach today in today's game? Oh, it's tough, man. Like. Being a black coach, um, it, I mean, it's it, it's tough in an aspect of how do you, you know, if you have an all black audience, it's not gonna be as tough. Mm-hmm. But you know, just my situation where I'm at right now is, you know, um, you know, our culture is a little different where you know we have black and white kids, mm-hmm. and you know we we have we have we have some privileged kids and we have, you know, some kids that, you know, come from the mud. And that, you know, that's just the real aspect of, you know, just a, a public high school. You're going to get a mix of everything, mm-hmm. you know. So 
our thing is like, hey, how can we relate to kids of all cultures, yeah. right? It's it's easy to coach the guys that grow up like you, raise, talk like you. You know, how do you translate? How do you communicate to people who don't understand your culture? All right, and I and I, and I honestly so, think that's you know I'm, I'm I got a certain I got to calm down sometimes, but you know I always think about like how the pathway is kind of set up and you know how kind of most coaches and even college are like, you know, they always try to hire like the offensive coach and the guy that's close to the quarterback. And a lot of times the quarterback, you know, might not relate a certain way to a coach so that, you know, the blackhead coach might get skipped over a job. And, you know, how do you feel about, I, I guess to your point, you say you guys kind of relate to everybody. How Talk about how important that is to be able to talk and to relate to everybody on the football team. Offense, defense, whatever. Um, it's huge, and you know, I've had I had no hurdles. Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm at right now, I've had no hurdles. Like the kids buy into the culture, like they buy into winning, they buy into knowing that you know if you're genuine with kids and you produce real energy for them, like they 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 match that, right? Like they match that. Like I tell kids, like. Honest and open, like the best guys gonna play, like, and that's the way it should be. It like, should there should be. be no politics involved in it. And I tell kids, like my older kids, if a sophomore is even close to you guys, I'm playing the sophomore kid. <laughs> like, if, if he's close, I'm playing the sophomore kid because right. because he has he has more room to grow. Oh, right. Yeah. So. That's a that's an aspect that you're gonna have to. Hey, if a kid at a you know if he's a sophomore or a freshman, he's competing with you at this level. You better any up your game mm-hmm. because I'm te- I'm taking the young guy and I take my lumps with the young guy, right? Because his his um you know he he projects to be higher. Yeah, he's gonna it, be projected it, it, to be higher. His ceiling is higher for sure. Yeah, his ceiling is higher, no question. So, um, yeah, man, it's like. You know, I think people feed off of, you know, the energy that, that yep. you give. Yep. Um, and I think, you know, people can tell when it's phony and people can tell when it's, you know, it's not real. So, you know, I try to be transparent with everybody I, I'm in contact with, um, you know, and I want the best out of all my kids. Do I know that all my kids aren't going to play college football? Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm realistic with parents. You know, wow. I tell them like, hey, you know, everybody's not going to go if you want. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is, you know. You can't be five, can't be five eight, <laughs> five eight, you know. And you know you're not running a four four, and you think you're gonna play D one. Like yeah. right. those aren't those aren't realistic goals, right? So let's let's see how we can get you to the closest thing possible. Mm-hmm. And whatever we get is what we get, and we work from there. Like, and that's and that's a lot of stuff built up too. You know, the kids nowadays are just like. Oh man, I don't want to go to this school. I don't want to go here. I don't want to go D two. I'm like, but you know, come on, a, man! Like, you that's got your fit, big, right? Like, this is that's your fit. This yeah. is your so lane. Make the, <laughs> yeah, make the make the make the best out of it, right? <laughs> yeah, like, or, or work your like way out of the situation. Prove everybody wrong. Like you know they period. They they get soft period. and don't want to take them chances, man. Like hey, if you don't feel this is where you, if you in your heart of hearts feel that you're supposed to be better than this, prove it. And, and, you know, and that's what it is. Like, the kids aren't necessarily proving it. It's like, hey, I built this thing up for myself, and now it's hard that it's, you know, me, I can't portray it, you know, and I can't, you know, get done what I need to get done. So, you know, it's easier for me to cop out and just like, I ain't going to play sports no more. Yeah. Or somebody was hating on me or something like that. There's a million excuses of why it didn't get done. For sure. Now, for you getting into the coaching ranks, I mean, did you have like a circle, you know, that you could rely on or, or you know, a, a group of people, and white or black or whatever, that you could lean on to kind of to help you get through this process? Yeah, so um, our my head coach right now, that's at uh, Cherry Creek High School, he's probably – um, one of the most, like, probably the most popular, one of the most popular athletes to, you know, ever come out of Denver. Um, and I, 
I'm like, I don't understand why we didn't mention him earlier. So, like, he's, like, one of the, like, only three athletes in the world to get drafted at baseball, football, and basketball. Wow. Tell, tell us his name. Uh, Dave Logan. Dave Logan, yep. So, Dave, Dave Logan's yeah. even uh, – we mentioned Lindell earlier, so that was Lindell's coach in high school, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, he's one of the only three people in the world. So, like, you know, that's, that's, that's saying a lot. But yeah. – Dave is such a player's coach that the kids feed off of it. The coaches feed off of it. And like, he lets you, he lets you be you. Yeah. Like, you know, he's, he's let me, he's allowed me to do so much. Um, you know, and he, you know, he knows that like, you know, you need younger coaches with younger energy yep. to bring, you know, to boost morale and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I run everything through him, you know, and, you know, he hasn't shot me down on, you know, pretty much of anything. Um, you know, he's just like, hey, you know, if it's in the guidelines, if it's in the rules, let's do it. You know, if not, let's stay away from it. So, and does he so, still, does he, is he still the, uh, like, voice of the Broncos? Does he yeah, still do that? He, he's still with. Yeah, and yeah, he has his own uh, show on uh, iHeartRadio, and he still does the Broncos play by play. So, I got uh, you this, know he's he, he's yeah he's been a legend there for <laughs> for a while. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Dave Logan, man. I got a random thing for you, bro. So go ahead, EJ. So 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 Corey is the one he got <laughs> he. he First of all, I'll just, I'll just put it this way. Uh, rapid fire kind of things. LeBron or uh, MJ? Listen to you this bullshit. To I'm asking you. LeBron or MJ? What? <laughs> Who are you writing? It's LeBron. It's a smart man. It's LeBron. Of course. What? Yeah. It sounds like two people in here are have an unbiased opinion about something, and you you stuck on to some shoes. That you bought in 1998, and <laughs> so, something happened, or you seen Space Jam, or, or it impacted your life, and you were like, "Oh man, it's the, Michael Jordan played against bread workers." <laughs> <laughs> like John, John Stark literally got picked up from a grocery store. Bread workers, that's that a I love that. Yeah. That that really happened. So like, people are like, "Oh man," like tell tell me a team. That Jordan beat that LeBron wouldn't beat in the finals. Uh, that, he beat, that Jordan beat in the finals that LeBron, LeBron beat. Yeah, because if you if you say Jeff Hornacek and John Stockton would have put gloves on LeBron, yeah, well, we got issues. That's fine, but we got issues. LeBron also lost to the Dallas Mavericks, who had Tom, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Jason Kidd was one hundred and eleven years old. Uh, Vince <laughs> Carter, Vince Carter was eighty nine. Oh. Like. Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. Go ahead. Uh, Hall J- of Fame, Hall of Fame. J.J. Barrera is as tall as you. <laughs> like, Jason Terry. Like, come on. Jason like, he was getting guarded by Jason hey, Terry. The people Jay. hit shots. Yeah, okay. People hit shots. I understand it. it it's, but it's Jordan, man. Th- Do that, me a favor. That's the, greatest, that's the greatest playoff run by anybody in history. Who? Dirk Nowitzki had the best playoff run in any in history, yeah, he, NBA he, he, history. That's fine. That's cool. LeBron still lost, and, and if he's and if he's that guy, and Chris Bosh is fall. Chris Bosh <laughs> lost the guy. Uh, who's Chris also Bosch. who's also Hall of Famer, by the way. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <Next> All right. <laughs> we we draft we draft the power forward. Yeah. Anybody raise Chris Bosh? Anybody raise their hand on Chris Bosh? They they ain't got no mustache. That's real. <laughs> Period. Okay, and then I want to get this from you because I'm I'm all about a corner technician thing. So give me your top five corners all time. (laughs) Revis. Is is it is it in order? Yeah, this is in order. So So Revis at the top. Yep. Is is Revis number one or number five? He's one. Revis is one. Yep. I'm I'm Um, walking step with you, bro. Uh, number two. Um. I gotta go, Charles Woodson. That too. Mm, we'll Continue. Talk, don't listen to him. We'll talk about that one in a second. Three is Prime. Mm. Uh, four is Champ Bailey. 
And then five, um, five, you could put so many people in there. Um, but my own biased opinion, five, I would put, um, I would go uh, Rob Whitman. Okay. I like Rob. At, at the corner. Spot. Man, there's so many people off this list that, so, so here, here, and I guess it's off the top. So, I mean, here, here, well, I'm not going to knock you, but here, what you got for here? Here's, so I'm, I'm with you. I think Revis. Just playing corner, I think Rivas is the best corner to do it. Just his technique was flawless. His balance was flawless. I think Dion is great, okay technique, just an unbelievable athlete. So I will put him number Rick, two. Dion, so look, I'm gonna say this: Dion is Michael Jordan. No, 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 he's no, Michael no, no, Jordan. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, I can say that. But a technician and the most athletic man on the court. So he's bet. So Dion ran a four two, right? Yep. Everybody else running four six or four seven, <laughs> so that's gonna look that's gonna look different. Yeah. You know, okay. <laughs> like you can. Hey, guess he what? Ran it, he ran it backwards, by the way. Yeah, I, I'm I, I, like, I, I, I'm with you. Okay, I, I get you. I get your point about MJ and Dion. I don't agree with you, but I get your point. Next, Dion. Next would be for me, uh, Mel Blunt, Pittsburgh Steelers as a corner, six five. You might as well put- that's Louis Wright. Him no, and no, Louis no, Wright. No, 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 no. I love Louis Wright coached me in uh, Little League. Okay. So I love Coach Louis. Coach Louis, if you ever hear this, man, no disrespect, but you're not in the top five on that list. Mel Blount is number three. Uh, number four would be Champ Bailey. I agree. Um, and then my number five, I don't know who five would be, to be honest with you. I would say maybe Richard Sherman just because of longevity. Um, oh my goodness! But uh, no, 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 no. Just, like, just, just, just like, what? like Charles Woodson and like Rod Woodson. To me, they're not like corners. They're like, uh, like honey badger. They're just I, defensive backs. Like, you know what I mean? Guys. Yeah, they're exactly. just. You can play corner. You can play safety as true corners. That's my five. There you go. There you have it. Gotcha. All right, man. Gotcha. Any other rapid fire, man? No, no I'm I, good on the rapid I fire. Can't, That's my two. I can't. I can't. I can't put like. So like when people like throw like Jim Brown, like oh best running back, like I I did not see that. And this is no disrespect to those guys before us, but that level of competition, I've seen it, bro. I've seen the film. <laughs> like I've seen the film. Like you telling me that Jim Brown, somebody would tell me, argue me, like Jim Brown was better than Adrian Peterson. I, I I'm walking away. I'm walking away. See, no. like. See, some of this stuff is blasphemous that you say. Uh, it's just blasphemous. No. Look, the game has progressed. So you okay, so put Adrian Peterson back in with with, with Jim Brown Day. They gonna they gonna tackle him and catch him? No. No, you're right. But you can't put like future in with pass. I mean, you know. No, I you have I to respect it. at the level of what they did in their era. I right? try to. I, I try to. <laughs> okay, I okay. try to. I, <laughs> I get it. Like, no, I, I totally like, get I it. Really, like, I really try to. Like, I right. really try to. Well, hey, man, we're getting close to wrapping it up, man. And uh, one of the things we like to do here is uh, the assist, man. This is where um, you can kind of drop a nugget, you know, uh, maybe your life mantra, just something to, to help the kids of the future. Or the kids of the day, man. So what's something you kind of live by or maybe a quote or, or, or whatever? Just uh, give them the assist. Um, You know, I just – and everything that you do, just, you know, just try to be – try to be genuine. Um, try to be you. Like, man, there's, there's enough people out here trying to be everybody else. Um, And there's, there's only one you. So try to, you know, try to hone in. Try to be the best you that you can be. Um, easier said than done. Uh, for sure, Facts. but try to be the best you that you can be. Like at the end of the day, like that's all you can work for. Like that's it. Like, you're still on as high as you know as your ceiling goes. Period. There it is. That's dope. So, hey, uh, before we kind of wrap it up here, you know, we touched on a lot. Um, I know you're not a big social media person, but is there any social media or websites or anything that you want to kind of shout out right now or anything you want to talk about, um, you know, coaching or the business before we wrap it up? I mean, you know, we're going to put all this stuff in the show notes, but I just want to give you uh, just the last words before we uh, before we get out of here. Yeah, no, um, you know, we just, um, you know, we, we promote on social media, um, even though, you know, 
we're not big on it, but you know, that's the name of the game. Like it's just the name of the game. Absolutely. So, you know, see, see Wallace sports, you know, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything we do is, you know, see Wallace sports. Um, okay. So that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the nuts and bolts of it. All right. Well, we'll put that all in the show notes for you so you can get in contact, ask questions. They do a lot of great things. And, uh, you know, I just want to thank you, um, for being on the show today, Corey, man. I want to thank all the people for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Uh, we definitely got our laughs in, you know, you got to get your five or seven laughs in. Um, if you like it, share it. If you didn't like it, share it. All right. But uh, either way, follow us on all of our platforms. We're black in sports on all of your social channels. So YouTube, IG, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. And then for the actual podcast, we're on all your favorite podcast forms, uh, Apple, uh, Spotify, iHeart, you name it. Um, And just know we're rooting for you. Son, you're too eager. You ain't having it. Good, me, let's get together and make this whole world believe us, huh? Admire Raymond, screaming. All us blacks got it, sports and entertainment until we even. The champ is here.